guys. Welcome to the Cultivate and Keep podcast. It is the usual hosts, myself and my wonderf- wonderfully talented, beautiful, manly co-host, Corey wow. Ames. Thank you, sir. That got weird. Kind of recovered. <laughs> you brought it back. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. How you doing, my friend? I'm I, I'm doing well at the time of recording. Um, well, I'm doing okay. But um, when this comes out in about a month, hopefully be, we'll be doing much better. That's right. Hopefully next <laughs> episode we'll have a much better update. Yes. I think. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Hopefully. Um, how are you doing? Pretty good. Mm. Yeah. I would say things also could be better. Um, I think I'm kind of sick of quarantine a little mm-hmm. bit. And obviously, you know, interesting times as well. Hard times. Mm-hmm. Uh, just nationwide. So, but yeah, overall, okay. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like it's very strange. Yeah, everything that's happening. Um, it's hard to feel like happy and light mm-hmm. and kind of joyful. Yeah, that's why I was. I was like, good. Well, actually, no, I'm okay because it's like, yeah, it's super hard to like. This is not normal. You know. So, yeah. You know, while we're recording, this is what June second. So when this comes out, it's gonna be a few weeks down the road, I mm-hmm. assume. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, what we are living through. Like you know, we haven't at least me and you have not experienced ever before. So. Just weird, you know, the riots, the protests, um, obviously the coronavirus. So, yeah, I feel like um, we've tried to make it a point to, like, not talk too much on, on what's going on. We want to, you know, um, st- keep moving forward with our topics. But, um, yeah, it's just it's hard to not, like, be down. I, I find myself yeah. like, easily being, like, you know, just being discouraged because, you know, these are not easy times. So Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to. Yeah. And I think it's only natural to. It's one for the history books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do feel, I mean, I was feeling like we were like making great headway in, in the right direction. And then obviously the um, like recent events have transpired. So it's changed things. But, you know, I, I one thing my dad always says, like this is, you know, whenever something's hard, he always says that this will pass and it's just a season. So I always try, try to remember that, that this will come to an end and we'll be moving on. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Well, what are we talking about today? Yeah, well, on that note, Corey Haynes with the smooth segue, always. <laughs> Try um, yeah, I've, I've just been thinking recently um, about just this topic of things that I wish I knew before I got married. Hmm. And so I just kind of jotted down like some thoughts that I've been thinking about over the past, you know, couple of weeks. I also want to preface, like, I think I put, we're going to put it in the title, but um, this is coming from two marriage noobs, right? So you know, I've only been married a little bit over a year and a half. Corey's been a little bit bit over two and a half years yeah oh, a little bit over two a little bit over two years february 2018 so yeah, yeah. two so years and four months yeah so um yeah but i mean in our time of being married you know, we, i think we both observed and have learned things and there's definitely been surprises so that's kind of what i want to talk about and again like i said prefacing like this is um from a few rookies so <laughs> we're you know still learning obviously and i also thought you know this would be a fun episode to do again in five years or i was whenever, just gonna say just we're gonna to see like what's gonna year. be different yeah next year exactly so yes yeah, you know again um i think recently like a few things have as you know as life is going on things are coming up like i've kind of thought like oh like i definitely had like a different idea about this mm. thing happening than what's happening right now right like i thought yeah. it would be different and and what's funny is like a lot of these points I'm you know we're gonna share is like um a lot of them first of all like aren't like you know they're kind of just basic understandings of marriage and so part of things you've heard but I think with a lot of these dude I just kind of thought like 
oh, like that's good for you, but for me, it's gonna be different. Like yeah. <laughs> this is what I thought, and I always and in a humble way, I get it. When you hear someone say that, you you see, it gets easy to think, oh, like that's you know, get over yourself kind of thing. But like honestly, like I just kind of thought, oh, like this is gonna be different. Here's why, and and nope, like it's not. <laughs> so famous so, last yeah. words, always. Yeah, I mean, I I've, I was excited about it because I feel like it's something that um is good for anyone. I mean, for anyone who's who's married to just know that they're not alone, and mm-hmm. also. You know, maybe to kind of like do some reflection and see if any uh, any of these kind of resonate with you. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're not married, to ha- have some good expectations. Yeah. And uh, these aren't, I mean, all these are not uh, bad things either. Yeah. It's not like we're talking about like all the things that are worse than we thought they would be. Actually, there's a quite a few that are uh, better or that are, um, let's say, you know, basically like they're not all bad. Yeah, yeah. The say. title, uh, saying things, things that I wish I knew. Like it sounds like a, it's gonna be like a downer, but no. Like this is just like observations that we've had. So, um, whether good or bad, you know, just things we've kind of figured out or have seen. So, yeah. Um, well, I'll get started with a couple that I've jotted down. Let's so, do it. one for me was, uh, bef- when we were engaged, like a lot of advice and um that we got was that the first year of marriage was gonna be really hard. It was just kind of like doomed over us, and so <laughs> I remember like. <laughs> Uh, we also did, you know, pre-marriage counseling. And so there was one night we were, we were meeting with our pre-marriage counselors and I, I remember sharing with them, like, I think at this point it was like a month out and I w- kind of shared, like, I'm a little bit nervous and, you know, I feel like everyone's telling me like first year is going to suck and I, I don't want the first year to suck, like whatever. And the, um, it was Nitsa Esslinger and she was like, she, I remember her, she kind of like looked just like, I don't know, really like surprised and was like, wow, like Jeremy, like I'm believing and praying like the complete opposite for you. I pray that's going to be a great year full of fun and laughs and good memories and just a solid year. And, uh, I just kind of thought like, thank you. Like I needed someone to like speak <laughs> positively about this first Sweet. year. And sure enough, our first year honestly was way better than I expected. Now I did have low expectations because everyone told me to. So no, um, it was a great first year, honestly. Over, I mean, of course, there was um, like things we had to learn and figure out, and you know, of course, like uh, surprises and issues. But overall, we had an awesome first year um, from our experience. So yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, of course, we're we're phrasing this very intentionally that it does not have to be hard. We're not saying that it's not going. Yeah, this was my experience. Yeah. yeah. And I believe yours was similar. If yeah. not, that might be awkward. No, definitely. It, it was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. And I have similar advice, although I don't think I took it as mm-hmm. um, as seriously as you did. Or maybe it wasn't as severe as some people. You probably had the attitude me. of, oh, not what happened to me, huh? Right. But I don't thought. think it also people were like, as much for you, like, yeah. oh, this yeah. is going to be hard. Yeah. Or like, hey, watch out. Yeah. Be careful. I mean, I remember even at your bachelor party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was and like, then just Ka- be prepared. And then Caleb and was the first one to be like, yeah. You know, what? I don't want to be awkward here, but I kind of disagree. Like, it could be great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's him and you start like my only two memories of people like being positive, mm-hmm. which is, I guess like, my point is I wish that I would have had um, maybe like a little more like diverse uh, advice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about how, uh, I mean, I, th- I feel like the way maybe you could tell, I think a lot of it has to do with like how long you've been dating mm-hmm. and also what you've gone through mm-hmm. in your dating experience. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we, Monique and I dated for three years before we got married. Mm-hmm. We were engaged for one of those years, but mm-hmm. a lot happens in three years. Mm-hmm. Like you work out a lot of the stuff. And so when you, when you go into marriage, you have less uh, things to deal with. You have less things that would, you know, be kind of like a wrench in your marriage. I mean, similar for you guys, you were together for what, like a year, year and a half, mm-hmm. and then you broke about up about a year, and, and then broke up for about a year, and then it, it, it together again for about a year and a half. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, th- 
yeah, again, dating for three years, mm-hmm. separated for a year and a half, mm-hmm. like a lot of growth happens in that time. Mm-hmm. So there's going into marriage, there's less to deal with. I feel like, um, a, a lot of it kind of has to do with like, um, the honeymoon stage in dating, mm-hmm. <laughs> not even like yeah. the honeymoon stage of like marriage. But if you can go past that honeymoon stage, you work out a lot in dating mm-hmm. and all that to say, I think the more you can work out while you're dating, the better, obviously there's not, there's like an endless list mm-hmm. basically. There's always going to be new stuff and reoccurring things. But, uh, if you can, you can set yourself up better basically is what I'm trying to say by working out things before you get married and thus having a better first year yep. of marriage. It doesn't yep. have to be hard that way. Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone's experience, um, will probably be like unique to itself just depending on, you know, your situation. So, yeah. Um, okay. Another one that I've been thinking about actually a lot recently is, um, I don't know about you, but dude, but when I was dating, I remember like often just having like deep feelings of like just feeling lonely. And, um, and I shouldn't say dating when I was like single, like we just, but you know, being obviously not married and having like really no prospects, just being like single. <laughs> like I remember often feeling like just low and like this sucks. I feel really lonely. I kind of thought like, you know, when I get married, like one of the things I'm looking forward to is like never feeling that again. And I've, I've learned like, that's actually not true. Like you can have times of feeling like really lonely. And, and honestly, I think there's been a few moments where I've like, I've experienced like very like deep feelings of loneliness, you know, and it can be from like a variety of reasons, but you know, uh, I don't think anyone ever like, um, I don't say warned me of that, but I don't think mm. I, I ever had that conversation with anyone um, before I got married. It was kind of like a surprise to me when uh, like I experienced those lonely feelings. And so, um, you know, I think, I think a difference is um, like when I was single, like those lonely feelings would go on for like a while. A while. It wasn't just like for a moment. It was, you know, for days, weeks, months, you know, if not longer. And since being married, like it's, it's more of like a moment, right? It's not like, you know, weeks on end, but yeah. And you um, know, you have someone to turn to yeah, and, as well. And so, but yeah, that was a surprise to me. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know if you've experienced that, but I, I mean, I really didn't like, I wasn't with someone in a relationship. I didn't really date anyone until I met Monique. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, for the first 19 years, 19 years of my life, it wasn't with anyone. I definitely felt super lonely in a lot of those seasons. Um, and I don't think I experienced that again until until we were married. And like you said, really kind of short bursts. Um, I think it's also kind of a different type of loneliness. And I'm glad you bring it up because I, I, I would have appreciated if someone had shared something around that or even talked about it or talked about their experience because I think what can happen is, at least this is how it works for me, is if I feel kind of like emotionally distant or even just that like, I'm kind of like bearing a burden by myself then I tend to feel a little bit more lonely and the kind of those same feelings come back. Um, and I think if you're, if you're expecting like, Oh, I'm never going to be lonely ever again. And then that happens, that can be kind of devastating mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I don't, I don't think it was quite as like traumatic, but I remember, I mean, being like a little bit scared, like, Oh, that's kind of weird that I feel lonely right now, even though I'm married now, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I feel this way? And kind of like mm-hmm. trying to like work out inside of me, like what, what's going on? This is kind of a strange thing that's going on. Yeah. Um, as you were talking, another thought came in my head. That's not on my list. So it'll be a bonus one. But, uh, I remember thinking, dude, like probably being 13, 14, maybe 15, um, like being pretty intimidated by like having my own like family unit, like thinking like, okay, at one point in my life, I'm going to be like completely separated from my parents. I'm going to be, you know, financially independent and have my own household and and wife and, and, you know, maybe kids and whatnot. 
and I remember thinking like that's such a scary thought. I don't ever want that. I'm not ready. <laughs> and um, now that all those things are happening, and minus the kids, like it's great and it's not. It's very natural and not easy. And so that's like another surprise. Like yeah, I remember being like just in- intimidated by that. And honestly, even like before, like closely before getting married, uh, I wasn't like afraid and like afraid to experience that. But I was definitely like aware that this is going to be like a hard adjustment. And it hasn't been that hard. It's been very like seamless. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I, I could. I could share something kind of similar in that, like, not that I was afraid of like the family unit, but that I was kind of afraid of like, like messing it up. Like, um, you know, both of my parents have had a history of divorce and family, you know, lots of people have gotten divorced. And so I was a little bit afraid of like, okay, well, if, you know, when I get married, like it's going to be hard to like keep it together mm-hmm. and like, it's going to be hard to, uh, to not get divorced. And like, I was, I kind of had like this anxiety about it. Now that I'm married, I feel like it's not really an issue. Like, yeah. of course, there are things that we go through. Of course, there are always like those things in the back of your head that you kind of play or that you question yourself sometimes or or hard times. But it's never been something it's, that's like loomed over me of like, oh, no, I'm going to mess up and then we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, break up. Or it just seems like before, like relationships and marriages were like so fragile, you know. Mm-hmm. I think to a certain degree that they are. But now... I've realized that like, I don't know, like I can control this. <laughs> like I don't have to be yeah. that worried about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of like the realization of like, we were like built for this, like, you know, yeah. built and equipped to naturally like lead the family, um, which is like very clean segue into my next nice. one. That was, that was nice. That one came this natural to be honest too. That was good. Um, I also uh, kind of experienced at, at times that um, like being the leader of my family and like learning how to lead my wife um, it actually can be really challenging and um, it's been my experience and I've and I you know I think also this depends on the personality of of the husband you know whether you're um, you know a stronger type a type b whatever and or um, or whatnot but and I, I don't I wouldn't consider myself like a super strong like bullhead personality but like I've pretty much always like had like some level of uh, like natural like leadership tendencies and so I kind of just thought oh like this will just be very natural and uh, there have been areas of our um, marriage that have been but other areas that have been like very hard for me to like learn how to lead um and like what does that mean what does that look like like just kind of going about like figuring that out um i don't know i, I didn't think it would be a, a like a, a hard thing to learn and i'm finding that finding that it is hard to learn so. yeah no definitely i can absolutely uh empathize with this one uh, i mean hence this whole podcast right it's like tr- kind of trying to figure it out mm-hmm. along the way but um i feel like for me and my experience has been it's been more that like, uh, it's not that like, I don't know how to lead, but almost that like, I forget to lead or like, I don't recognize like some opportunities to lead. And cause I've been kind of stuck in my own ways or like, I've just been like used to the dynamic we had in dating, you know, like even simple things like something I'm trying to do more now. It sounds so, d- so dumb, but like, it's like order our food for us mm-hmm. because like for forever. Mm-hmm. And this is just like a, kind of like an example of like a, a larger thing of mm-hmm. like, what does it mean to, to lead spiritually and emotionally and, uh, and, and whatnot. But, uh, like just trying to order our food because forever, uh, I've just, you know, been like, okay, what do we want? What do you want? And then Monique would order for us. But like, there's little things like that, just that exa- as an example to say that you can forget or you can kind of get in ways where maybe you step back and let mm-hmm. your spouse or someone else take the lead and you have to relearn how to, how to how to lead in those situations yeah. um and that's been more challenging is like recognizing them and then like having kind of the, the courage and 
the capacity to be able to actually do that and and actually lead in those situations. Yeah. yeah, this one is a good example of like this really comes down to the personalities involved, you know, because um, like if you if you core you're naturally you know you're naturally on the um, how do you describe yourself? You're naturally more gentle, gentle end and more reserved and just calmer. And yeah. Yeah. And Monique's Go a little, flow yeah, makes a little more like take charge, like make things happen. And so that's a perfect example of like in that, in this topic, like it would be uh, like easy for this to be like a struggle, right? Because it's just like the natural way things are, things would work. And so it's for you, it's like a, it's Corey's learning and it's like almost like Monique's unlearning in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like a weird, like, how yeah. do you do that? You know, it's just weird. I have, I have another example, um, especially when we were dating, something that I had to like really uh, realize and figure out. And now I feel like I do a better job of. Uh, but one of the ways for sure that I was like, I have no idea what to do this in this situation is when Monique would feel criticized or attacked by uh, her family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't matter what it was or who was right or wrong, but it was just the fact that, I'm like, my family has never really fought with each other, like not confrontational at all. I'm not a confrontational person naturally either. And so, uh, you know, afterwards when everything's kind of going down, no matter what, to what degree, you know, Monique would be like, Hey, you know, why didn't you defend me? Or why weren't you there for me? Or why didn't you say anything? Yeah. Yeah. Why weren't you on my side? And I was like, Oh dang it. Like I didn't even think about that because that's just not how I've operated forever. So I've had to learn how to step up or how mm-hmm. to lead in that situation and defend her or be on her side or be a part of the conversation even and to learn how to be more confrontational mm-hmm. in a way that is, uh, that's helping to lead her or even just to lead her family. Sometimes. Yeah. No, we've definitely had that same experience, whether it's been with her family or my family, but yet that's like a very, at least for us, it's been common. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Another one I thought, I thought of is, um, is praying together, praying together and reading your Bible together. Um, for us has not been easy to be honest. I have, we have some friends today <laughs> or last two nights ago, we were hanging out with one of her friends and they were like, yeah, like, you know, every morning before um, my husband leaves, he like wakes up and kisses, uh, kisses me and wakes me up and we pray together. And he leaves the house at like six in the morning and me and Connie were like, uh, <laughs> 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 and, uh, and so that made us feel like, oh, like wow, ooh, we ooh. suck at this. Um, yeah. I mean, when we were dating, or sorry, when we were engaged, like near the end of engagement, we'd pray together a lot, and it was so fun. It was so exciting. We like loved doing it, and it was like a weird like uh, we like, want always wanted to pray together. And it's like now that we're married, it's like really hard to make time for that and to whatever. And and um, there's so many less excuses because we live together, we sleep together, we wake up together, all that. Um, but yeah, it's just been hard for us, dude. I'm not sure about you guys, but yeah, um, I feel like there's this is this is one. There's been like a lot of like streaks, right? So there'll be a few times where we're trending in the right direction, and then times when we uh you know run dry for a while so mm-hmm. no it's been a struggle for us as well i mean i feel like this especially is one of the things where like you have to like build a really strong mm-hmm. habit and that's where habit like this thing is yeah. a habit you, and especially when there's two people involved it's it's a little bit easier when someone else is holding you accountable or if you're holding yourself accountable and you're kind of in control of it all but when you both are holding each other accountable and you both need to come together to make it happen, it's hard. Uh, and especially when you're, I feel like when you're married, again, you just said like, oh, I thought, you know, we're together all the time. We live together. We sleep together. It'll be easier. But in fact, I think it actually makes it harder mm-hmm. because uh, you have to be 
more intentional to kind of go out of your way you know when you're dating it's like when you're dating your time together is not as as much and so like yeah. the time you have together you're very thoughtful of what you're doing right exactly and, uh when you're married it's like oh like every moment of my life that i'm not at work i'm with you you know so yes. it's just different yeah um well, yeah we've definitely struggled with that I mean, we still do struggle with that something mean, probably one of the top things on my list of like things i want to focus on yeah. and get better at i think it's a this is a great like a good example of like uh, you know, habits, like when you, so when you come to get married, like two people each bring their own like worldviews and habits and thought processes. And this is like a, this is a big one of like, unless you both have this habit like down and like kind of drilled in your daily routine, like it's, it's so much harder to develop it and figure it out like with your spouse now, because oh, yeah. like if you're coming, if you come into the situation where, you know, maybe one of you has it down and has it as part of your life and the other person doesn't, like if that person that has it down is like hounding another person, hey, read your Bible, like, well, that's not going to work. And so it's like this weird like dynamic. And so, um, yeah, I mean, this has been, uh, uh, I'm not surprised that it's hard, I guess, but I'm surprised that it's as hard as it has been, you know? Mm. Uh, I just, yep. I thought it would be a little more like um, natural to happen. Yeah. So. This is probably one of the, the things that I, not that I have regrets about, Oh, I shouldn't say that. I, I think I do have regrets about because I think um, it's one of the few areas where I listened to someone who I respected and who, who I still do look up to and, and respect, but I think that gave bad advice uh, and bad advice for us. And this person uh, advised Monique and I not to pray with each other, not to read our Bibles together until we were engaged. Um, and by the time we got engaged, it was such a foreign concept and something like completely mm -hmm. we didn't even think about, especially in the, we've talked about, you know, what it's like to be engaged and how it's just like chaos. Mm -hmm. So then entering into marriage, like we had nothing to show for. Well, yeah, I was advised the same thing. And I, I feel like a lot of people and I would imagine in the Christian community are as well. But so would you, like when you have kids, would you advise them differently? I think so right now. I, I don't think that I have the answer. I don't know what's right or wrong. But I think based on my own experience, I would do things differently. I think I, that the advice comes from like, so okay, you would probably agree when you guys do pray together and when you have those times, like you do feel like, a, I feel like an instant, like just closeness, like a, mm -hmm. the intimacy is very real. Yeah. And so that's where I think that's where the advice comes from. Like, you know, if you're yeah. dating someone that you may not end up being with, like then don't, don't cross that line. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't know. I, I understand. Yeah. I don't think I have this have an opinion either way yet but i understand re reasons to like or or even dislike that advice mm -hmm. like, no I, get it. I completely understand why the advice was given um and i don't think it's i don't i'll take it back i don't think it's bad advice necessarily but i think that uh for us and especially since we knew pretty pretty early on and we were on that road to getting married like we, we yeah. really i mean we, we were past the kind of whole like dating this exploring work, yeah. pretty quickly and so at that point it was just something that was like uh we wanted to do and like we felt like it was right to do but we just didn't and mm -hmm. i feel like that hurt us long term yeah. uh I, I i don't i feel like it's one of those things where like the upside is so big and the downside is not so big and so by not doing it you're you're missing out on the upside and it's kind of like a a risk you should take if that makes sense I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But that's my, my experience. Um, another one is that um, my friendships have changed a lot, you know, and I think, I don't think this is one I don't have to expand on a ton, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, 
things change and friendships change. You know, this is actually probably not one about marriage, but more just about like as you get older. Yeah. Uh, in high school, um, I've, I had a lot of friends, like a lot of close friends. Like, um, yeah, I've always had like a decent amount of close friends. I had, I think, probably had the record. There was like there was ten <laughs> in my wedding, and it was like it's hard to stop there, dude. Like, I there was like multiple people I wanted I had to like not let in. And, and you've been on a lot of weddings too. Yeah, me and Connie counted this last week. Not counting family, eleven. Oh my god, I'm impressing myself, dude. <laughs> I was like, nice. Um, anyway, but yeah, like I've always had a lot of close friends, and I never thought that would change. And honestly, it's changed so much. So I don't think this is this is a marriage one. More of like I'm getting older, but yeah. yeah, dude, like my friend count, like or close friends I would consider can easily count in one hand. Like it's just so different than it once was. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. Yeah, I I think it's a good thing to keep in mind when you're getting married though, is that your friendships will change because, uh, you know, there are people that, I mean, especially like different seasons. One of the things that Monique mm-hmm. and I realized is that through each one of our seasons of being together, our friends would change to kind of match that season as well. And so, you know, when we were single, we had a lot of single friends. Mm-hmm. When we were dating, we had a lot of couple friends. When we were engaged, we gravitated more towards people who were engaged. Mm-hmm. When we got married, we wanted to be around people who were newer, newly married and, mm-hmm. and again, a couple friends. Now that, you know, we're a couple years into marriage, we gravitate towards friends who don't have kids because we don't have kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so you always kind of, um, you can't expect to always be friends with the same group of people in, in different seasons of life because mm-hmm. um, it's just different and yeah. things change and especially, you know, people with kids, uh, like to hang out with people with kids because they can share stories and they can be appreciated and the kids can hang out together. And uh, I mean, same thing with single people, right? You don't want to go hang out with your friends with kids necessarily all the time because it's just very different. Yeah. And so ignoring that would be, would be dumb. You'd yeah. be setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I wrote down was like kind of figuring out and establishing order in your home. <laughs> um, kind of hard right like you know when it comes to like <laughs> I'm so bad like chore lists you know fixing things around a home cleaning groceries paying bills like I don't know whatever you can think of like uh it, it's hard dude like, I, I feel like um parents and make it look easy like growing up like my mom there's five of us kids and uh dude she had that our house was like always immaculate like I mean dinner every night you remember that like it yeah. was just I mean and most moms are that way it's just kind of how it is right and it's uh just me and Connie, a couple dogs here, and we have some roommates, but no, it's hard, dude, to like maintain a clean home. Like, um, it's like a full time job, it seems like you it know? really and, is. And so, that one has caught me on bicep. And this is uh, not really again, not th- like, like the last one, this is more of like a just growing up thing, not like a marriage thing, but mm-hmm. I've experienced it in the context of being married. Yeah, oh, definitely. I feel like this is one of those things where, like, you know, your mom tells you, like, oh, do your chores. Mm-hmm. So that when you're married, your wife doesn't hate me or tell me that, you know, they didn't train you right or bring you up right. And it's so true because, uh, like, I'm glad that I'm, like, comfortable and know how to do dishes. But, like, there's a bunch of other stuff I don't know. I mean, I know how to do my laundry. But, like, fixing things, I suck at. <laughs> I don't know how to fix anything. Cool. How's this? You fix my website issues, my bugs. There we go. And uh, I'll, fix, I'll hang stuff for you. Monique is 100% the handyman because her dad... Uh, is very handy. He was a mechanic. He loves kind of DIY projects. Is very like kind of technically minded. I'm not at all. Uh, but even think you know groceries, paying bills. It's like there are all mm-hmm. these hassles, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a challenge. Yeah, yeah. and it, it can be a source of of conflict in your marriage if you're not careful. Yeah. 
Um, okay, this next one is by far my favorite one of all these. Um, <laughs> uh, so I heard this advice when we were like getting married in like two weeks, and I was hanging out with um, a group of dudes. And try to name them. Yeah, why not? Zach Hayes, Isaiah Lepper, Chris Alley. Can't remember the other ones. Wesley Fulverson. Mm. Maybe one more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just hanging out, talking. We're getting married in two weeks. And uh, we're just talking about random stuff. And then they're asking me about how my feeling obviously getting married and blah, blah. And I asked them, uh, hey, like, each of you kind of tell me one thing that, like, you, you know, like, that you wish you knew before you got married. Like, I just, I asked a lot of people that question before I got married. And Zach Hayes, dude, gave such good advice. Um, and I have found it to be extremely true. And he said, He's like, when we were dating and engaged, he said it felt like everything, like, just around him, like, everything, like, in his spirit and his mind, like, was pushing uh, him and his fiance to, like, towards intimacy and towards, like, crossing those boundaries. And he said once they were finally married and as they've been married, it feels like everything is pushing pushing in the opposite direction. And um, when he said it at the time, like, I thought, oh, that's good, but I, I didn't fully experience that yet. And since being married, like, Dude, that is that is the most like true advice I've ever heard about being married or being married. So, um, yeah, dude. I mean, that one is. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that too. And um, yeah, dude, that's just been a crazy one. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's literally it's weird. It's really weird. It's spiritual warfare. Yeah, um, it's crazy. I mean, literally, when you're dating, engaged, it's like all you can think about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every situation, you know, every place you're in, mm-hmm. ev- like all you all you can think about with that person is just like you know, this push towards wanting to be with them and mm-hmm. wanting to, again, like I said, cross those boundaries. And then once you're married, uh, it, it like it, it's not that there's no boundaries anymore. It's not that it's like, uh, even like boring or plain. It's mm-hmm. that there's like, feels like there's actively forces working exactly. against you to yeah, pull like you apart yeah. and to push you away from intimacy. Mm-hmm. Because when you're married, like that's a, uh, like that's one of the things that, bonds you and keeps you together and so of course you know satan the devil uh you know like they don't want you to do that because it's a good thing mm-hmm. um but that's hard like that sucks <laughs> i wish to just stay like you know it's wishful thinking but like it'd be easy if once you got married and this is i think the misconception is that you think okay once i'm married we're gonna have all these same feelings and all these same kind of forces pushing us in this direction but then we're not gonna have any of these boundaries mm-hmm. but when it, in fact like the tide's turn yeah and things change so here's why this one um like threw me for a loop i think the advice i was given because i was i heard things along these lines before zach said this but it was more like a joking light-hearted way like the advice the advice i often yeah. hear would be from like older guys basically saying like enjoy your honeymoon because you know after year one like your girl whatever is gonna whatever and I, that's just what i heard and i was like cool like i'm not fat and saggy like you like it's gonna be <laughs> I'm just kidding i was like it's gonna be different right um Last dude, bang bang, dang, um, savage. No, it's, yeah, it's, oh, it's gonna be different. And uh, what I've experienced is like, no, like even I can be the one that like may not like initiate intimacy. Like yeah. I, I oftentimes like feel this like tug away from it. It's weird, and I just never never thought that'd be an issue. And it, it, it I think goes back to what you know what Zach said. Like there's like this 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 like inner like push that's going away from each other. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really wish I would have known that. Um, just to be, just to be, a lot of these things, I probably wouldn't have changed anything in my marriage, but just to be aware of it, like the conversations to have, yeah. like before those struggles come up, you know? 
so that you you know how to address it yeah, when it does and, happen. You know, oh, and, you, and you're not surprised, and you're you know, like you're ex- you're almost expecting those things to come up at some point. Yeah, that, that's a really big one. I think that's such a useful tool just to know because you do have to be more intentional. You have to have better habits. You have mm-hmm. to be uh, you have to be more loving, more affectionate, and you have to um, you have to actively work against those forces that are working against you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just be pushed around by it. Yeah. Um, and this is another, this is kind of one of my last points, but this is one of my, another, like one that I'm, I like having on this list because this is, um, like a, a good thing to be on here. But like, I, I find myself like probably almost daily, like just looking inward and like reflecting like, wow, like I'm really like selfish or I'm pretty like stupid, right? Like more and more every day. Um, it's a lot more than I, and more than, than I thought would happen. But, um, I'm, I'm glad that happened. That's one of the, like, one of the reasons why, like, um, I'm glad I got married just because like, you know, personal growth and, and, you know, I think, um, a common thing, like I find being married is like, uh, I'm often like being forced to like look at myself and like look inward. Like what, what are my issues? Like it's, it's easy on the, on the surface to think like, Oh, it's my, my spouse's problem. But when you like often dive into something, like you find that it goes back to you mm-hmm. and you're short false. And so I'm glad that I'm being like forced to, um, grown that way, but um, you know that this also is one that can like deck in. Um, what's the word? It can drain you. Like it, it can be hard when you're like mm-hmm. daily, daily making mistakes and like not improving things, you know, and like letting your your spouse down. But yeah, um, I don't think I'd want it like a, a different way. You know, I I want that push to grow. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, well, definitely one of the other uh, better piece of advice, more kind of profound things I've heard about marriage is uh that marriage isn't hard because you have to deal with someone else. It's hard because it forces you to deal with yourself mm-hmm. and it's, it acts as a mirror, right? And it shows you all the selfish ways and all the ways that you suck and all the places mm-hmm. that you need to get better. And the sooner that you can embrace that and just accept it, the better. And uh, like I said, it, I, that one is like, it's a blow to the ego and it's harder to like, um, harder to accept, but it's, it's better and gets easier once you do. Yeah, for sure. One of the other thoughts I had was um, just like managing time and attention. I don't know. I had this thought and it's probably just because we kind of did things the hard way a little bit, but you know, when I was single, especially when we were dating and engaged, like life was just nuts. It was, it was pure chaos. I mean like driving hundreds of miles a day, like you're going from class to work or trying to make ends meet and like scraping together dollars and cents just to buy a burrito. You're like, <laughs> like your attention is just spread in so many different uh, areas and different ways. And then, you know, we always thought, okay, when we're married, like one of the big things for us was uh, sometime, I mean, most nights of the week, the only time we could hang out was between was after like 9 PM. It'd be like from nine to 11, you know, and then I drive home, get home at midnight and then I'd have to wake up at six, seven and do it all over again. It was just exhausting. And so getting married, it was, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm looking forward so much to not having to leave and to finally be, I have so much more time together. But actually managing your time and attention, again, it's one of those things where like, it's not that it gets easier, it just gets different. And I think for me, one of the things I realized is that you have to be way more intentional about the way that you spend your time and, and the places that you put your attention it's that it's that thing where you're together all the time and you live together 
but then you just spend your time doing nothing, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're at home or like, you know, it's, uh, because you're not forced to create time together, then you don't do as good of a job and creating kind of the mental space and also like the literal time together. Um, and so I wish I would have known that like, it wouldn't just be, you know, smooth sailing from there on of like, Oh, it's going to be so easy and yada yada, because then it makes you kind of lazy and empathetic and kind of, you have to reset your mind and get back into the mode of being intentional. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a little bit like, um, you know, if, if you're, if you're given like four hours to complete a task versus given like eight hours to do it, like if you mm-hmm. have like more time, then you're going to find a way to just like stretch it out and drag waste it, it out and, and, you know, yeah, not be intentional or thoughtful or, you know, even being wasteful with your time or your task. And yeah, I think that's very similar to what you were saying in that, um, that you know it's not the time gets easier but it, it just looks different like your days look different your, your time and what makes up your schedule is just different you know and um before single you wake up and you're by yourself and that's it and now it's you wake up and you have you know a wife to to love and serve and so it's just different mm-hmm. and you have to combine your schedules and your mm-hmm. calendars and you have to think about what do they want to do what do they have in mm-hmm. mind what do they have planned that they didn't tell you about usually that's me i forget to oh, tell really? many things all the time yeah um, that surprises me. Why? I feel like you're so like methodical and just like <laughs> scheduled out and I am, but I know? just forget to communicate it, which yeah, is the hard yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, and my last thought is just that, uh, insecurities don't magically go away. And I think this goes for both, you know, both ways too, for myself and, and for Monique, you know, for, for husbands and for wives. And I feel like maybe even more for, for guys as well in some ways, because, uh, I think that I want to be careful, but I think women maybe have, it's easier for them to feel insecure because they're naturally more emotional or they have, you know, there's a lot more like, especially like physical standards that they want to live up to and that they compare, uh, to others. But I think guys as well, you know, you think like, okay, well, once I'm married, then, um, you know, all any insecurity that you have about yourself, whether it's your personality or, the way that you look or the way that you act, it's just going to be, you're, you know, you're locked in, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're safe. You, you've made it home, mm-hmm. but those insecurities just don't go away. Yeah. And it can be really surprising when you saw those same thoughts and you're married to this person, but you're still like insecure about what do they think and what, how do I look and how am I acting? And, uh, do they still like me? And, um, it, yeah, it just can be a little shocking. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, you know, I think with all these things, like some have been good, some have been bad, and whatever. Um, but overall, like uh, marriage for like me has been so good. Like I, I we we kind of often will, like think about like uh, just. I think on Sunday we were going to walk, and we were like, I think I was like, "Hey, do you remember when we weren't married?" And she was like, "Yeah, that <laughs> sucked." And I was like, "Yeah, totally." Like, <laughs> you know, like it's funny to like Same. look back and it's just like, dude, being married is so great, and I love it, and, and I'm super thankful. So, I just wanted to kind of end with that, like, yeah. uh, you know, it, uh, in the good and the bad, like it's this is the way I would, I would have it always. I wouldn't change it, you know. So, so yeah, that was a fun one. I enjoyed that. That's good. Yeah, I mean, we we just celebrated our second wedding anniversary, but we've been together for five years now. And we were just talking at my birthday uh, party late late at night about how when we started dating, we were 19. We're just like, what? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's crazy. so weird. And we also like, thank God we are not anymore. You know, thank God that we're not <laughs> dating, that we don't have to live life that way anymore. Like, 
I 100% would choose today over any one of those days a hundred times over. Yeah, for sure. Well, cool. Um, That was good. That was fun. Good thoughts, man. Well, tell us what you think. If you have any uh, things to add to that, any questions, any other things you'd like to know from us, feel free to reach out to us on social media. You can email us. Um, Also, if you liked it, give us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, preferably on Apple, iTunes, kind of the default podcast app. If you have an iPhone, you can also give us a rating review on Google Play. You can also just find us and subscribe to us on any one of the podcast apps. I prefer Overcast. What do you use, by the way? Overcast. Overcast, yeah. I think I put you onto it. Yeah, you did. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, And otherwise, we will see you in the next one.